Hey everyone, this is Anthony Grant, and I want to introduce you all to this podcast. It's called Superstar PR, and it's all about entertainment insider chats with Nikki, the founder of the PR agency, Nikki Inc. This podcast chats with some serious entertainers and media insiders, always choosing people who are making a difference in the entertainment world and who have cool stories to share. Happy listening. Hi, everyone. This is Nikki Papayuenu, and I'm the host of Superstar PR. This is season three. I'm so excited about today's guest because she's a journalist with Inside the Story on the CHCH Network. Her last name gives mine a run for most vowels, and saying her first name gives me a chuckle because I just want to welcome you all to meet the lovely Nikki Anastasakis. Nikki, how are you? I'm good. Thank you. That was awesome. How are you? Oh, I'm good. You know, just going. Going is all we can do right now and laughing. (laughs) Going and just, yeah. What are we going to do at this point, right? No complaining. You just got to run with it. Yeah. You know, like I have to ask you, I know this is an unprecedented time for you as a journalist, but really how has COVID impacted the type of stories you're doing in day-to-day your job? Oh, good question. Um, Well, I have to do stories that I can do from the comfort of my home. I can't really go anywhere to meet people. Um, So I'm trying to find stories where I can interview people through Zoom, download video online, um, have their PR agent send me video because that's the way we tell stories now. You know, I don't go and get my own footage. I use what I have, or I ask my guests to take footage on their cell phones, which has come in really handy these days. Technology is awesome. So, so it's been actually really amazing. Like I've come up with some really good stories just through using technology and and using zoom. My, My new best friend. You know what? It's funny that you should say that, but it's for our listeners. I think it'd be really helpful because a lot of small business owners listen to the podcast. What type of photos and videos should they have handy if they're ever pitching a story to you? Always have some good B-roll footage. By that, I mean video footage, behind the scenes of you in action, close-up shots of your whatever it is you're doing. Um, Maybe if you're a writer, you know, get some shots of you writing. If you're a chef, get some close-up shots of your food, of you behind the kitchen. Um, If you're, you know, delivering masks somewhere, get some video of you doing that. People really just want to see what people are doing. Uh, I can always tell a story, but for TV, for my job, we have to put pictures to it. So it's always handy when when people have those available for us because we can just easily ask for them. They have them available and we throw it onto the story. It's very helpful when people have that. Yeah. And some really something I think our listeners could know is that you prefer photos to be done a certain way, right? Is it horizontally? Horizontally. Yep. You know, you know how it works. Okay. Wicked. Everybody, this is your girl. Because TV is horizontal. So when you do vertical, you know, it's just waste of space on the right and left side. It's always just looks much better horizontal, but we'll take whatever we have if, if that's all they have at the time. Wicked. Okay. So Nikki, let me ask you what, what inspired this career choice for you? And was there a moment in time that you remember where you said, I think I'm going to be a journalist. So I went to school for radio and television. I loved talking to people. I loved hearing about people's lives and their stories and what makes them, you know, tick. So I decided to take radio and television because I thought, okay, this outlet might allow me to engage with different types of people. 
but I really didn't know what I was going to do in it. I had no idea I would be a journalist. Uh, I'm also not one to like sit in one spot and just sit in an office all day. I literally will go crazy. <laughs> Uh, I just can't do it. Like I, I can't for the life of me sit still. So I thought this industry might help me find what I love to do while getting paid for it. Right. So then I finished school and I was, as many people are just down in the dumps. Like I had no idea where my life was heading. I had no job. I was done school. I did a couple internships at um, CTV. So you think you can dance Canada, which was amazing. I uh, was on Stephen and Chris for CBC, uh, Top Chef Canada. So I was on some really good shows. And then it was all internships. And, you know, it, it really is luck if they're looking great, but they weren't hiring at the time. And then I happened to meet Susan Hay for, from Global News at uh, an event. My, my brother forced me to come out to this event that she was going to be at, and he was there. And he said, just come, you never know who you'll meet. I'm thinking, really? Like, she's not, not even going to pay attention to me. Um, she's working. Like, she was covering a story at this guy's gym that we know, a family friend. And he, he was doing some good in the community. So she was telling his story. And my brother said, just come. You never know. She might need some help. You can help out and then tell her, like, talk, talk about who you are. And I said, why? Like, why would she even give me the time of day? And honestly, so I went and I was so shy and I was in school and then she started talking to me and she was like, so like, who are you and what's your role here? I'm thinking, wow, you know, this lady cares to know. And she was so kind and caring. And, and then I told her that I just finished school and, you know, I was, I was trying to get my foot in the door and I would really do anything. And she said, well, we have a great internship program at Global News. This was in like, I want to say 2013. Uh, and then I said, oh, cool. At that point, I had done so many internships that I was literally done with internships. <laughs> but for some reason, I didn't turn this one down. I said, okay, sure, here, let's do it, right? Another internship. She goes, honestly, if you keep doing this internship, you will get hired out of it. Most people get hired because if they like you, if you stick around after your internship. So I ended up applying right away. They called me because they said, Susan met you on a shoot and she'd like to, you know, she's referring you. I was like, wow. Then I ended up interning for her for a few months. Then my internship finished and I kept going in vol volunteering my time. I would find her stories. I would help her write. I would help her just edit really anything they needed. And I was learning. I was learning so much. And then they ended up hiring me. So I got hired to work at Global News in the archives department. And from there, I loved what reporters did. And I thought, I want to do that. Like I loved working with Susan. If I could do that full time and go out and meet people and share their stories and impact people by, you know, sharing impactful stories, I would love that. Right. It would make me feel so rewarding every day. And I honestly never knew how much I loved news until I worked there because news, it's not all bad. Um, like some people might think that I was lucky I worked with Susan and she did a lot of feel good stories, which I loved. Um, so it made me see like a really good side to it, but you can really change people's lives by telling stories and, uh, someone listening or watching the story might feel, you know, moved, might, might feel inspired to change their life. It really is like an awesome platform.
to just learn about others and feel inspired. So I really wanted to do that. And I thought, oh my gosh, I could do this. And then, you know, global isn't just going to take you, you need to have experience. So I got an opportunity to report in Peterborough at Global News. So I was in Toronto and I decided to just move. I picked up my life and I moved to Peterborough, which was about an hour and a half away. Not too bad. Others actually have to move way further out west um, across Canada to get this experience but I was lucky I, I got an, a job offer in Peterborough for global news and I worked there for two and a half years and then I decided um, I, I wanted to get all the experience I can and then this job came in Toronto for inside the story and here I am so that's my that's my long story <laughs> I love that answer because you know like something you did that I really want to point out so listeners hear it is you were willing to work for free yes. instead of sit and do nothing for free. Yeah. Um, it's advice I got always was work for free, never do nothing for free. And when you're working for free, you're learning. So you did what you had to do. Yeah. And I honestly, like I did so much for free, but I believed in it so much that I knew this is what I wanted to do. I didn't want to give up and nothing could deter me from what I wanted to do. Nothing. Not even my parents who were telling me, wow, why would you move to Peterborough? You know, not even my family. But this business is very easy to get sidetracked. It's very easy to move on to something that's very well-paying, you know. Uh, but you have to give it your all. If you don't believe in it, you won't succeed. And it's so cliche, but it's true. Like, no, if you don't try, yes, you're not going to get it. If you don't keep pushing, you, you won't get, you won't get it. But if you do, you're going to get it someday. You just can't give up. Right. And for others, it takes a year for others. It takes five years. It really depends. And I'm still climbing. Like I'm still, you know, I'm learning and I did a lot for free and I was lucky to be able to do that because I lived at home and I didn't have a lot of expenses and you know, but not everyone does have that. So I really, I understand that it's, it's not something everyone can do, but if you have time while working a job, a full-time job, volunteering and showing people um, what you're capable of in the media industry, if that's what you want to do, then, then people, there are people who will believe in you and give you a chance. Okay. So I guess um, I want to ask you now, would you say that you had a mentor in this journey? I would say Susan, probably from the start, because she really helped me. Um, she pushed for me so much, like vouched for me like crazy when I started at Global. Um, she just, she has a lot of interns and some she'll believe in and some she doesn't. And the ones she believes in, the ones who are really hard workers, she will vouch for like crazy. And that's how I got in. And then from there on, I kept sending her my stories and she was giving me some good advice. And, and, you know, like eventually you kind of craft your own way. It's not just what someone tells you. You learn so much from everyone. And I've taken her advice as well as others advice to kind of craft my way of telling stories. And you want to be as natural and as, you know, yourself as possible. So she was one of my mentors. And then I looked to others in the business, like Lisa Ling and, and on CNN, you know, this is life with Lisa Ling. She's like a really um, kind of investigative show. She goes into like remote communities. She talks to couples who are into swinging and what that's like. She, I think she recently did one in, in the 911 call center in New York and what that is like. You know, she goes into really cool places and digs deep into what life is like there. So I really inspire, I'm, I, I'm inspired by her as well. Yes, I love her style. And it's funny that you say that she's somebody that inspires you because mm. 
you know, I, I've seen you do some stories now and I'm getting to know when you're comfortable and when you're uncomfortable. And what I think is so cool about you is you do stories, not just that suit what you believe in, mm -hmm. like you do stories that are all along the spectrum of what people could see and want to, and want to see. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so cool, Nikki. Thank you. Yeah. It's really, it's really amazing. Like it really opens you up to all these perspectives, you know, it's not just your bubble. It's you're opened up into other people's minds and you start to see how others see things. So it's rare. It's really cool. What is, what have you learned about people as by being a journalist? Oh. Something maybe you didn't know before you got into this. Everyone has a story. Literally everyone has a story, good or bad or challenging. We all have, we all have stories and you know, on the outside, it's easy to see someone who could potentially be perfect or look perfect or have it all, but like they've had tr struggles. No one, it, nothing comes easy. And these days I think we get carried away with social media and what you see on the outside, but everyone has something that they're battling or they've battled inside to make them who they are. Nothing comes easy. And I've just learned that from covering so many stories and meeting all these people. Yes, everyone has a story. That's such a like powerful thing to say because you know, it just reminds everyone to be empathetic yeah. and not be such a, like I say, such a judgy pants, but if you just yeah. try and understand that everyone has a story that you might not know, you're a better person on the other side of it. Yes. Now, let me ask you, and I know you're kind of, you still have a long road ahead of you, but what is one of the best interviews you've done so far? One that stands out for you? Oh my gosh. I was thinking about this one. Um, I couldn't narrow it down, but I'm going to say um i interviewed a few years ago a man who was a um a cocaine addict for 17 years Whoa. he was a he was a crack cocaine addict for 17 years and he turned his life around and he's been drug free it must be like five years now or, or six and he's volunteering and he he talks about his story to others and how to help them and so i interviewed him and it was so crazy like i was also a fairly new reporter so talking to someone about this i was just so like i was naive and younger and now like you just learn so much and he says this is a quote he said he goes could you imagine upon putting a piece of crack on the end of your pipe and inhaling it and upon inhaling it getting that feeling of an orgasm times 250,000 instantaneously and rushing through your system. And then as it's wearing off, all you want is that feeling over and over again. Wow. And so he said he just couldn't stop and he got kicked out of his home. He had this, you know, like they weren't accepting of it. And then he was just surrounded by bad crowds because it, it, it's a ripple effect, right? Um, and so anyway, it was really powerful. He, at that point he was, he was clear and he hadn't, he hadn't done it, but he was volunteering and giving back to the community to let them know, like there is light at the end of the tunnel and you can get out of it. But it is like, when he was telling me, I thought, wow, like it's very hard to get out of something like that. Your body will go crazy. So you would, you go through withdrawal, like your body needs it. And, uh, yeah, so I think he, you know, relapsed a few times and finally said, I can't do this anymore. 
it's it's a different world, right? Like it's a different lifestyle that I never heard about or knew about. But that was a really impactful story. Totally. Now I, I can't read the story, Nikki. I'm going to look it up in the I'll have to send it to you. Yeah. Yes. If you, uh, whoever wants to watch it, you can search crack cocaine addict global news. Put that into Google and that should be the first one that comes up. Done. Yeah. Okay. My next question is a person you would most like to interview when it hasn't happened yet. You know, you got me thinking, Nikki, like, I don't, I don't think about these things all the time. <laughs> now I'm going to have to start journaling and writing down these things. Um, hmm, who would be a really cool interview? I'd say Bianca Andrescu. Ooh. Yeah, I've, I've reached out to her before, but she was really busy. I mean, she's so awesome. Like, she's so young and has all this motivation and she's done so well for herself. That that would be amazing if I could talk interview her about her determination and how you when you put something to your mindset you can achieve. So she's a, a tennis player who's won all these medals and she's from Toronto. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure she's from Toronto. Um, she's probably I think 19, 20. I can't remember, but yeah, she would be amazing because she was supposed to play this year. And so she, so now because of COVID, everything's on hold. Um, and she also had a real big, like, I think knee injury last year, but she's achieved so much and it just inspires me. Like athletes inspire me so much because it, it's not easy being an athlete and you, you have to give every, every day you have to train. And I can only imagine what she's gone through, right? Yes. And I, I love what she said to people. She said that she told herself for a year that she was a champion. And then when she became the champion, she wasn't so much surprised because she had lived the moment. Oh, I love that. Isn't that cool? That is amazing. These are, those are the practices that are so important, you know, Yes. for anyone who wants to achieve anything. Yes. Even like vision boards, you know, it's something I, I've been wanting to do and I think I'm going to do it soon, but just putting that vision out there for yourself of like, you already have it. This is what you want. Here it is. A board with everything that you want on it. Photos cut out from magazines, quotes. Yes, yes, yes. You know, if I told you that I made a vision board at 21 and at 30, I had to redo it because everything had happened. Really? Yes, darling. That's amazing. I got to do it. I just feel like it's maybe like the 2020 version of kind of praying, but maybe letting the world know exactly what you want. It also forces you to commit to what you want, right? Like you put it on your vision board. It's like you see it every day. So every day you don't forget about it. Yes. You see it in front of you if it's in your room on the wall. Yes. And you don't forget because it's easy to forget about what you want in your life or put it on the back burner because you have something else that you have to deal with. Yes. When you see something every day, your path aligns with it. Yes. I'm reading a book right now or I'm, I've listened to a lot of podcasts lately and, and, and YouTube videos on uh, Dean Graziosi. Ooh. He wrote a book on the success mindset of a success a millionaire or something like that it's called the mindset of a millionaire and and um every day you have to believe it you have to engage like he's just really inspiring and another book i'm reading is about asking it is given really good book by esther hicks and it's it's saying how your flow state is so important the vibrations you have what your mindset if you're upset 
or if you're happy, you are the one controlling what your mind is feeling. You're going to draw more upsetting things to you. But if you're happy, you're going to draw more happiness to you. It's, it's challenging to flip the switch, but you, you control it. You control it. If you don't have something, for example, and you say, you know, I want, I wish I could, uh, for example, you know, something that you wish you had, if you keep thinking in lack of, like, I don't have it, I don't have it, you will never have it. But if you think of, I, I have it, like it's there, it's just, I have to get it. Like it's almost there, you will get it, you will achieve it. But if you keep thinking of you have like in lack of, then that is, is detrimental to you. Yeah, you know, when I was mm-hmm. trying to explain to my, um, a, a younger little friend of mine, how powerful energy was, I asked her to look at how when one baby cries, they all cry. And she goes, yeah. what does that mean? I said, well, whenever we give ourselves in a, in a low place to a group of people, we can so quickly impact the whole room, but it's just the same as being in a better place. When you're happy, you can infect the whole room. Yes. I love that. It's so true. When I'm around someone that isn't in the best mood that day or isn't very happy, it really brings me down. And I've probably done it before to others because we're human, right? But it really sucks the life out of you. You might be in the best mood. And if you're around something that is giving off negative energy, you will become that way as well. I totally agree with that. Yes. And Will Smith, he says, protect your light with your life. How cool is that? I love it. I love that. So Nikki, tell us about your new YouTube channel. Oh, yes. Um, I've done so many things during this quarantine. It's been great. Because I have more time. I'm not driving every day to work, which was far from my house. So I decided to start a YouTube channel. It's called A Healthy Perspective with Nikki Anastasakis. It's a little bit on hold right now. I haven't done a video in a while, but it's kind of a side thing. I decided to do um, profiling, you know, the latest recipe that I'm doing with my family or a project I've taken on and explaining to people how I did it. Like I recently repainted my parents' 40-year-old bedroom furniture and I made it look completely different, painted it white and brown. And so that was like a flip I did. Or, um, you know, just interviewing people about random topics that make you feel good and that make you think about things differently. And, uh, but I have, you know, I'm balancing that with my, my job. It is, a, it's, it's tough making videos all the time, but I think it's, if you love what you do, then I'll just, you know, I'll release videos as things come about and, and uh yeah keep people keep people engaged and and learning fun things while they're at home everyone's tied to their computers and their desks these days so give them some good content that they can watch while they're at home that's a good idea i know that i showed my sister what you did with your parents furniture and you inspired her to paint something in her house oh that's amazing (laughs) i've done so much painting speaking of painting i'm now painting artwork i'm obsessed i love I painted paintings the other day, which um, I think I'll put a video up on how I did it soon. But it's called epoxy resin, and I am obsessed. I think I'm gonna start perhaps selling them if I once I create a few more pieces. I've already already created an Etsy page. It's called uh, Art with Heart by Nikki on Etsy, Art and I'm selling two of my it. pieces. <laughs> Heart with heart. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's basically pouring paint. Like you pour it on a canvas through from a cup, and you pour it, and you move, you you manipulate it. You move the board, and it becomes like different abstract images. The first one I did though was 
beautiful. It was a beach, an ocean. Um, you might have seen it. I posted a photo and um, yes, I loved it. I didn't know you made that. That was excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I made it my first one and it dries. It's called epoxy resin and it dries like glass. Like it's not like regular paint. It dries really shiny and smooth. Oh my God. That's so, so cool. it really reflects nice. And I did another one now that I'm going to hang up in my room and I just ordered two liters of this stuff. So I'll be busy the next little while. You're making such a good thing out of COVID-19. You're going to come up with skills. I mean, now I'm thinking, what what could I learn right now? <laughs> yeah, right? I can't sit still. I just can't. No, Nikki, but you're you're not sitting still in a really cool way. Okay, so now I want you to complete the sentence. Are you ready? I hope so. <laughs> okay, something people don't know about me. I don't think most people know about me. Uh, sorry, I don't think most people know this, but I am related to Jennifer Aniston. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's True story. Cool. How? Yeah. <laughs> I guess you didn't know about you didn't know it either. No. Um, so she's Jennifer Anastasakis. I'm Anastasakis. She's um her dad is John Aniston, John Anastasaki. He's on Days of Our Lives. You might know of him. Yeah. And her dad and my grandfather, who's John Anasasaki's as well, are first cousins. So, like, have you met her? I haven't met her. You know what? That would be a great interview. Jennifer Aniston. That's who I'm going to say. I really want to interview one day. And that's actually on my list. Like, it's like my dream. Like, I tell everyone um, that one day she's going to be in Toronto. There's going to be a film festival. Something's going to go down. I'm going to be the assigned reporter. I better be the assigned reporter. And I've told everybody this. And I said, I'm going to be going and we're going to catch her on the carpet. We're going to have a chat. And she's going to be like, so who are you? What's your name? I'll say Nikki Anastasakis. Oh my God. Nice to meet you. Let's go for dinner to catch up. And the rest is history. We're going to catch up. I love it. And I love it. We've known each other for years. (laughs) Yeah. So she's like uh, considered, I think it's like a second aunt to me. It's a little distant, but when you think about it, you know, her dad and my grandfather are first cousins. That's not that It's bad. cool. It's just, I'll still take it. I love it. She has a lot going on in her life that, you know, I'm a little far down the list of <laughs> close relatives, but honestly, it's going to happen one day. Oh my God. I would love if that happened for you. I, I would totally enjoy that. Um, yeah, that would be, that would be amazing. Nikki, let me ask you career wise, what's on your bucket list? Things that you think you must achieve before you retire someday. <sighs> oh my gosh. I would love to have like my own doc, like a, a documentary of me say, telling a story of, you know, a community, a village where they have unique trends or traditions, um, or going into like a community where there's, you know, drug and abuse and telling that story, like doing a documentary, I think would be really cool hosting it and, and, and moderating it. I would love that. Um, even hosting like an event, like a, a talk, like, I'm sorry, an award show. I've always kind of pictured myself doing that. I don't know why, but I, I would love that. Um, and who knows, maybe if I had a show one day, my own show where I, I changed people's lives and, and inspired others. That's kind of on my list as well. But there's so many things that I would love to do that I don't have one thing. <laughs> no, I think you just gave us a really good kind of like little sample there. And, you know, um, 
Yeah. Thank you for also telling us what you're listening to. Um, totally. I want our audience to look up. You said his name is Dean Graciosi. Yes. He has a podcast as well. And he has like 10 minute quick bites of things you can listen to in the morning to inspire you on his podcast. Amazing. And it's really good. So, I mean, now I want the listeners to make sure they know how to find you on your YouTube page. Yes. So your, your YouTube page is a healthy perspective with Nikki. Yes. That's my YouTube, A Healthy Perspective with Nikki Anastasakis. You can just search Nikki Anastasakis on YouTube. I think that should come up. And then on Insta, Nikki Anna. I love it. Nikki Anna on Insta. Well, Nikki, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, Thank you, Nikki. You've been a peach and I want you to keep shining, darling. That was so fun. Thanks for having me. Thanks for tuning in to Superstar PR. New episodes are available every other Friday. And you know, we would love your feedback. So please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And be sure to subscribe to Superstar PR on your favorite streaming service and visit www.nikkiinc.ca to sign up for podcast alerts and notifications. Thank you so much for listening.